What to do when you hit a weight loss plateau. That is Gerald Butler. Good afternoon. How are we doing? If you're coming in, give me a hello. If you are on replay, let me know you're on replay. Um, give this a like, give it a share. Let me know if you find it helpful. And whether you think I need a haircut, which I think I do. Anyway, we are talking about weight loss plateaus. Something that comes up a lot um, as it's a part of the journey. And if you didn't reach that point, Things would just be going in the right direction. We would never have questions and nothing would ever come up. So with weight loss plateaus and when you hit a stumbling block, when things stop working, what we need to consider here is there's physiological things here. Hey, Paula. And there's also psychological things. And the biggest one is probably psychological. The psychological fact here is that we have maybe a habit that when things stop working or slow down, we think that means it's not working, so what we're doing isn't worth doing. So maybe we have a belief that if it's not working as much as we'd like it to work, then it's not working, which means we should stop doing it, which then means we go backwards, which then means we actually probably put on weight. And we're basically saying that if it's not going in the exact right direction we want, we might as well do nothing. And we go on to this all or nothing thing. And this is about questioning our beliefs here to say that, okay, if we're not losing four pounds every week or whatever it is, it's not working. Even though you've lost two inches, even though you've done free workouts, even though you've drank more water than ever, even though you've got a bit stronger this week, all these things add up. Even though your bone density might have improved, who knows? Hey, Suzanne, even though you noticed that you were less breathless when going for a walk, a jog or climbing stairs, whatever it is, you got up and down from the floor a little bit more easily. All these things add up. Now, there's also physiological changes that happen. Over time, as you get smaller, as you get lighter, you actually burn less calories walking around, right? So you burn less calories moving around, which means technically you need less calories. So there are a few things that need to change. You've then got to throw in, and I'm just going to touch on this point today, because I could go down that rabbit hole all day with this. You know, there's one study where people put on a, a weight vest, if you like, for every pound that they've lost to keep that weight on them. So they keep burning the calories more. Is that practical? Probably not. But interesting nonetheless. Anyway, but what I want to touch on here is things that get in the way. Like life. Life gets in the way sometimes. We've got to be honest with ourselves. Have we been busy? Have we then snacked because of stress? School's going back work picking back up, September, different food choices, socialising a bit more, all these things come out. Does that mean you need to give up and think, all oh, right, it's not worked, I've had a social event, that means I should give up? Or does it mean that we need to actually look at this situation and go, okay, yeah, it might not be perfect, but you don't have to be perfect to make progress. What we're basically saying here is if it's not perfect, we might as well do nothing. Imagine saying that to a kid, oh, if you're not going to get an A, there's no point getting a C, you might as well get an E or a U, you know, or a nine, it's a nine, isn't it now? Nine and ones. Um, you wouldn't say that, but yet we do it with ourselves every day and we want to be set an example to others. We need to consider whether we're actually doing that with our own behaviours. It's a tough one to take. You know, I do it all the time and I look at it and think, yeah, did I just do that? Yeah, come on. What, how, how would I want my kid to act in that situation? Imagine act as if your kids are watching. Now, going back to where we are, maybe we're snacking a little bit more the normal because of that, because it's helping us with stress or we perceive it is. Now you've got to maybe note it down today and go, okay, did it actually help me cope with it more? Did it actually mean that I was less stressed? I call it a coping mechanism, but is it actually helping me cope? 
Yes or no? You might get a little short-term hit. What's the long-term hit? Is there anything else you could do instead? Rather than don't snack, don't snack, don't snack. Is there anything you can do instead? I had a chat with someone earlier. They were like, I don't like thinking about food all the time and all that stuff. And that's absolutely fine. They've left with two habits. One habit is having a glass of water before every time they eat. Because they've learned to forget. They've got a habit, which is learning to forget, that they can just pick as and when, pick. And it's almost like, what, did I just do that? So now it's like, have a glass of water before you go and pick. That's fine if you want to go and pick, but you just have a glass of water before. We're interrupting the pattern. Number two is every time they walk under a door, like every time they walk under a door, they take five deep breaths in because they haven't got time to meditate. So walk under a door, gonna do it now. And then they take five deep breaths in. Hey, Debbie. And out. You know what's really amazing about this? When you breathe in and breathe properly, you get more oxygen to your brain, you generally feel good. That's why cold therapy works so well when people go in ice baths, stuff like that. A lot of the benefits of that is that people just breathe properly. They're like concentrating on their breath to calm themselves down. You get more oxygen in the brain, you feel better. Plus you just incorporate it in, front, in, in your day. So we've got to make these simple. So I hope that helps. There's a few things to consider there if you're hitting a weight loss plateau. And just remember with this, there's no perfect time to start. Rather than think, oh, I've got a social event here, I've got that there, so I can't start properly. Let's get out of that all or nothing thing and focus on what we can do. You could still do a 10 minute workout. You could still drink more water. You could still add some vegetables to the meals you're in control of. And I will just finish with this. You'll be surprised just how much being a little bit better with the times where you'd have gone, yeah, I'll just start next week. Just being a little bit better on those weeks that you write off over the year really do add up and you'll really surprise yourself at how much you can achieve. Like really surprise yourself rather than waiting for the perfect time. Going all in, which is fine, but that's hard work. Whereas you could just do a little bit on those weeks, on your worst weeks. If you can make your worst weeks a little bit better, that will have the biggest impact on your results. Hope that helps. Any questions, let me know. If you want more inf information about our Reboot program, Devices, Marlborough, or All From Home, just send me a message and I'll get you the details. Take care and I'll see you soon. Bye.